0: We've talked about text mining and data science previously with Julia Silge, but she's also consented to join us to continue a conversation about how she got involved in what she's doing. So on today's episode of Stats and Short Stories, a production of Miami University's Department of Statistics and Media, Journalism, and Film, as well as the American Statistical Association, we'll be chatting with her a little more about kind of how she got to, to do what she's doing and what what backgrounds and what things she might recommend. I'm joined in the studio by colleagues Rosemary Pennington and Richard Campbell from the Department of Media, Journalism, and Film. I'm I'm John Baylor, Chair of the Department of Miami Stat Department. Julia, welcome. It's a delight to be chatting with you again.
1: Thank you so
0: much. I'd like to just start with a quick question. What do you like best about the work that you do now?
1: I think, so Stack Overflow is maybe smaller than um, some people realize who have engaged with it. Like we're a very high traffic website. Like yeah. we have a, as much traffic as Hulu or the New York Times, oh, wow. but, I, but I'm actually the only data scientist uh, there. Oh, the goodness. Like the people who build the website, like the engineering organization is between 50 or 60. So I think what I like most about it is how much impact I have when I um, when I build a model or I do a statistical analysis and and deliver it to someone like a product manager or a software engineer or um, or even a, like a C level person in my organization. They they pay attention and um, usually usually do something with it, like 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 change how something is built or how some something is organized. And so that that high level of impact is super motivating to me. Julia, I know you've done work on uh, text mining. So my question for you is uh, for a scholar, maybe who's not as familiar with R or the statistical stuff you use, but who is interested in analyzing text, I would say I am one of those people. What advice would you have for them uh, as they try to jump into this space? I think for someone who wants to get started, I think the Tidyverse ecosystem in R Plus tidy text, it, um, which is, which is the work that I, I do, I think is a great place to start. The Tidyverse verse um, ecosystem is a, is beginner friendly. It is also a great fit for experts like me. Like I, I think I, like I use it because I am super effective in it, but mm-hmm. it is explicitly built with a, like quote human friendly API. That's like, it what is I like meant, to hear. It is meant to be something <laughs> that is for people to get started with and use. And and my work around text is is explicitly built to be part of that. Um and some resources... so for someone who wants to get started, I would um I would recommend um uh so so Hadley Wickham's book are for data science, like to maybe look at the first couple chapters of that. So that is um, entirely online, free and online. Mm-hmm. And then um, my book is called, um, uh, that I've written with my collaborator, David Robinson. Um, it's called Tidy Tech, or it's called Text Mining with R, A Tidy Approach. is It's available at tidytextmining.com. The whole book is there. And so to start working through some of that as well. So those would be the things I would, I would recommend.
0: What, what do you think we should tell our students? You, you started your career as an academic and uh, a probably had to try to get people excited about uh, data at some point. But what do you what do you think students should be studying undergrads today to start on the meandering path that you that you you took? What would you recommend that they do?
1: So students who are interested in uh, roles as data scientists, I think, um, it, it, there, it's still a little bit of the wild West. People don't know (laughs) it. No, it really is. Like people don't know, um, like what, who gets to be a data scientist? What does it mean? It means different things in different places. So here are some of the things I think that help people get hired. Um, um, having something that, um, uh, publicly demonstrates the ability to do the job. Mm-hmm. So often, what that means is you have uh, th- there. There's not there's not one single way that um, that this has to be. So I'm about to list off some things, and I don't mean that you have to have all of these things. I mean that you need to have one or two of these things to be able to s- be able to show someone. Mm-hmm. Like, sure, yeah, I have a degree in stats or um, you know something related but but here is this evidence so here are some things that could contribute to that do you have a github account with code in it that someone can look at and they can Mm. see, um, they can see code there and they can see that you know how to use GitHub, (laughs) that Mm -hmm. they know that you, you know how to, um, write, um, code. And do you have, um, have you, um, spoken at local meetup groups about some analysis that you did? And Mm so you are able to communicate about Mm -hmm. the analysis that you did. Do you have some kind of, um, portfolio or blog, um, where you um, have, say, beginning to end data analysis projects, where you may, mm-hmm. where you use both words, text, and code to walk through an analysis project and and visualization, and you explain about what it is that you that you did. So these are these are the kind. This is the kind of like um, um, Stack Overflow has this phrase, public artifact, and I, I like oh. that. It's like a public artifact for mm-hmm. um, for. What you can do. And because the data scientist role um, is not 100 percent defined in industry currently and and the training for it isn't really standardized. I, I think right now people who are hiring, they, they have to see those kinds of things mm-hmm. to be able to say, um, yes, this person is hireable.
0: I, th- I think you've described just a, a, a brilliant way to, to reconsider capstone experiences for oh, yeah. for our students that are interested yeah. in analytics and data science. So, uh, you know, that's I think you've got you've given us some great advice, Julia.
1: Oh, excellent. <laughs> yeah, hey,
0: That's all the time we have for this episode of Stats and Short Stories. Julia, thank you once again for being here.
1: Thank you, you know, for having me. Sure.
0: Stats and Short Stories is a partnership between Miami University's Departments of Statistics and Media, Journalism, and Film and the American Statistical Association. You can follow us on Twitter, Apple Podcast, or other places where you can find podcasts. If you'd like to share your thoughts on our program, send your email to statsandstories at miamioh.edu. Or check us out at StatsAndStories.net. And be sure to listen for future episodes of Stats and Stories where we discuss the statistics behind the stories and the stories behind the statistics.